Okay, um, my dear friends, everybody please pay attention to this lifelong lesson that we're learning today. It's in Mesechet Avodah Zarah. Daf Gimel Amudbet. One of the most sharing lessons that we have to understand. Because this is really has to do with life and death. He writes over here, and I quote, My Dichtiv, what does the Pasuk say? Adam hayam. That a human being is like Adam. The Gemara says over here, why is it that a human being, people, or what, are compared to the fish in the sea? to teach you. And I quote word for word, so you know exactly what it says. What's with fish in the sea? Once they come out from the sea to the dry land, Right away they die. So to human beings. Once they separate themselves from Torah, they separate themselves from Torah mitzvot, they automatically, they die. Question for you. What does that mean? They die right away, they die. You see people, they're not keeping the Torah and the mitzvot. They're still walking. They're not dead. Ah, what's going on, Abotai? So I'm going to give you the explanation today so you understand. Everybody's got the question clear, right? The question is, it says, and over here, the Yemana says, when a person leaves or deviates from the Torah and the mitzvot, he's considered right away, he dies like the fish in the sea. The second they take out of water, automatically, they want, they die. So what's going on? But you see people, they're living. The answer is, listen to what I'm about to tell you now. If you take... You know, the first time ever, there was one time a child on, on a boat. His father took him on a boat. He said, Dad, Dad, what? We're going fishing. We're going fishing. Okay. The son went ahead and caught the fish. He caught the fish, and he came. Wow, look, Dad, Dad, I got him. I got him. He was the happiest guy. His father helped him out, put the fish on the, on the boat, and all of a sudden, the son starts screaming, Dad, Dad. He's not dead. Look at him. He's not dead. He's more alive than he was in the sea. So what are you talking about? He says, in the sea, he was just moving back and forth. I saw him. I saw him. But now, he's flapping away like crazy. He's going wild. He said, listen, he's dead. So what do you mean he's dead? He's more wild. No, he's dead. He says, when we take out a fish out of water, it looks like he's alive. He's going partying. He's going crazy. Look at that. He's going. Same thing in life. In life, you see a guy. Sometimes, the guy's off the day. He's off the derech. He's going and he's partying. Popping bottles. Going crazy. Ah, oh, look at this. And you see, he's enjoying. He's pulling up with a crazy car. He presses a button. The door doesn't open up regular. The door doesn't open up upwise, sideways. And he's getting out. Crazy suit. Crazy perfume. Thinks he's on top of the world. And he's going crazy in the party. He's like the dead fish. The dead fish. Out of water. He's going. You know why? He needs that. Why? Because there's no sustenance in his life. There's no being in his life. Go look at every chacham. The Orachayim HaKadosh says if a person tasted the sweetness of the Torah, if the person tasted the sweetness of the Torah, he would go meshugah, go crazy, and wanting to learn and learn and learn and learn.
learn stuff. But sometimes a person has to know how to learn himself as well. Sometimes a person might be lazy, like a grape. Take a grape. The Sedalion brings down, take a grape. You want to make grape juice, right? All of a sudden you see a guy. He doesn't want to get his hands dirty. So what does he do? He squeezes the grape a little bit, and a little bit of juice comes out. And he drinks a little bit. Ah, okay, it's, it's tasty. Then you have another guy. He doesn't care about his hands getting dirty. He works hard, and he takes the entire grape with his hands, and he starts squeezing it, squeezing it, squeezing it. All the grape juice comes out. He loves it. Same thing with the Torah. A person, if he doesn't get into it, he's got to get into it. Learn, shtayg, grow. Let me learn to support. Ah, it's hard. Ah, let me learn to give out. It's hard. I have news for you. The harder it is, and the harder you crack, the more you're going to enjoy the Torah. The harder to get. Sometimes I learn my advertising. says, ah, finding a nice, big, long fist. I can't wait. Ah, and they start cracking it. I remember one time, three hours, the whole Sunday was spending on one Tosafot. I never had a better day in my life than that day. Still remember it. Go take any yeshiva guy. Go ask him the days when he made a chabura. When he made a chabura in yeshiva. Go make a chabura. Try it one time. Sit in yeshiva, stop plugging away. Try to prepare something in your mind. Chabura, feel like a million bucks. You come out, I don't care if you give me a hundred million for this chabura. Ask any guy that you want. I was running with a guy, I'm not going to say his name publicly, I was running with him, he was out of it. You know, I saw him, he was in yeshiva, he's out of it, he's out of it, he's out of it. I said, what's the deal, like, what's going on? He says, and all of a sudden he says, rah, rah. he tells me, John, come, call me, I need, I need to speak to you. I said, what? He says, I remember when I myself was in Lakewood, they gave me an ability one time, uh, this week my Rebbe came over to me, he says, you, I, you're going to prepare this week a Chabura, this Thursday. And he said, Rabbi, I can't do it. He says, do what you got to do. This Thursday, you're giving a chaburah. You're preparing the Vre Torah for the people, for the, for the shiur. You're doing it. He said, that week, the entire week I was preparing, from the beginning, from Sunday till Thursday, all day long, I was thinking about the sugya of the Gemara. He said, I never tasted such sweetness of Torah in my life. Ever since then, it remains with me, and I can't leave yeshiva. I can't do it. I can't leave the kolel. I need to get back that feeling. You got to work hard. You got to work hard for Torah. This is real life. We say this every single day. Like it says, if you, heaven forbid, take away yourself from the Torah, you're considered like dead. Like He says dead. does not say like dead. Dead. You have to always be in the Torah and the mitzvot. And every single step away, whatever you do, you're doing Torah mitzvot. Think about it. Whatever you do, you're doing Torah mitzvot. You're going here, you're doing a mitzvah. You're going there, you're doing a mitzvah. Your whole day is doing mitzvot. What, what do you think? When a person does something, what do you, what do you think he's doing? He's doing it for Hashem. I'm doing this like a Baruch Hu. He's drinking a coffee. What are you drinking coffee for? To get energy, to serve Hashem, to pray harder, to learn better. Wow, this is what it is. And that's what I have to know. Sometimes a person might see out there, wow, look, he's having, a, he's having the best time. He's partying. He's going crazy. But it's all empty. And I'll end off with this. Of Yosef Yagen. You know where Yosef Yagen is? He's a massive Tamid Hacham, Tamid Hacham Muflag. He one time he made a bar mitzvah. He one time made a bar mitzvah in a Shabbaton. He said he wrote, he wrote a, a big sign, whoever, everybody's invited. And if you want happiness, come here. This is what he wrote. There was a wealthy guy. He flew in from one end of the world to the next end of the world. Okay? He flew in. And he told Rabbi Yagen, do you mind if I speak at the bar mitzvah? I, I really need to speak about that. He says, what do you mean? He says, please, Rabbi, just give me two minutes. 
He got up. Let me tell you what he said. He says, a lot of people want to be like me. Why? He says, I started small. I invested in a few companies. And I grew. In the beginning, I had one company. Then I invested in the restaurant business. I, I grew my restaurants, chain of restaurants I have worldwide now. And he kept on going. He said, I even bought uh, TV stations, radio stations. I, I own them. I physically own them. The government is so scared of me that if I, if I would tell one of the people in the, in the government, they do whatever I say. They know I could bash them. I could, I could spread bad news from the government in one second with all over the radio stations and the TV stations that I have. Forget about it. I could make anybody look like, uh, like uh, Mikshi, you know, like Zero. Huh? They're so scared of me. And I have everything. I have fame. I have money. I have everything. But happiness, happiness is only here with the Torah and the mitzvot that's going on. That's what he said. People want fame. People want money. People want this. Ay, 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 ay. You know what you have to get? You have to get close with Hashem. Go look at the tzaddik. That's with Hashem all day long. What is he doing? He's walking here, walking there. What is he doing? He's thinking about Hashem. He's talking about Hashem. Oh, Hashem, I can't find parking. Please, Hashem, help me find parking. He finds parking. doesn't find parking. Thank you, Hashem. I didn't find parking. Baruch Hashem. He comes out. He gets a ticket. Ah, oh, he thought he parked at the right spot. He forgot. He didn't read the sign properly. Oh, my goodness. What should I do? He goes. He brings the ticket. He kisses the ticket. Thank you, Hashem. You give me kaparatavonot. What does all the guy do? Starts crying. Oh, mother this. I can't believe that. I can't this. I can't that. Whoa, this is a life. This is a life that you have. Look at the tzaddik. He comes home to his wife. What does he do? Hi, honey. How's everything? How was your day? You have the other guy. He's busy. He has 10 businesses or whatever it may be. He's struggling. He doesn't keep the Torah. doesn't keep the mitzvot. Comes home. Uh, uh, hi, honey. Excuse me. I'm on the phone. Can you see I'm on the phone? I don't understand you. You see I'm on the phone. Don't you see my phone? <laughs> honey, I didn't see you all your day. I'm busy. You know what? I'm running over here. I'm busy. Because the guy doesn't have Torah and mitzvot. Torah and mitzvot teaches you midot tovot. Teaches you character. Teaches you character. With the children. My father doesn't have Torah. Right? My father doesn't have Torah. What, what happened? Torah teaches you. You have to train your children. Train your children. Talk to them. Speak to them. Compliment them. This is a daddy. This is a daddy. A person with the Torah and mitzvot, he brings it home to his house. His Shabbat table is a different Shabbat table. He's not speaking about this and speaking about that. What is he speaking about? Let me see Ashgachah Pratit's story. Teach me. Everyone's going to go around now and they're going to tell me what did Hashem did special. Everyone on the Shabbat table right now, you know what we're going to do? Thank you, Hashem, for one thing. Go, you. You see a little five-year-old girl screaming, thank you, Hashem, for my eyes that I could see. Wow, Yishtabah. This is a Shabbat table. This is a Shabbat table. The people without Torah Mitzvot, what are they doing with that? They don't even have a Shabbat table. Comes Friday night, the guy wants to make Kiddush, but his kids are off the day. What is that? He comes with boxes and a tank top. Bro. Okay, Dad, say Kiddush. I'll go upstairs after you say Kiddush. Come on, come on, Dad. Let's do it quick. Come on, come on, Dad. I have to go, Dad. I have to go. Tarami, he doesn't have Torah Mitzvot. This is what the Gemara is saying. Gemara is saying a person without the Torah and the Mitzvot, he's dead. A person with the Torah Mitzvot, he's the one who's a real, real living life to the fullest.